Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm Miss Nisi of Real Talk Ministry, and I want to thank you for joining me in my video podcast for August 2022. I'm going to go ahead and get started with this podcast, but um, at the end, I do have some details about Real Talk Ministry and what's taking place. So if you don't mind staying with me until then, I will really appreciate it. The topic for our podcast is um, August is called, It Doesn't Matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Not that you don't care. It doesn't matter. But let's get started with a prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to thank you for this opportunity for you to allow me to speak to the people who are listening right now. Let it be an increase of their faith and knowledge. And Lord, let it be something that they need. And even if they don't need, Lord God, just store it in them for if they need it later. But Lord, be an encourager to their heart, mind, and soul. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. We pray. Amen. Um, it doesn't matter. Uh, the Lord had provided a list of things for me to do for my video podcast. Because it seemed like every time something came up, I was scrambling. And I needed something a little more concrete that I feel like I could study and really present to the people who are listening. And I was going down my list and I realized this was one of the ones I missed. It was initially supposed to be one of the first ones I was supposed to do. And I think it's just timely right now for some of the things that's happening for me in my life. And I hope that it's timely for something that's happening for you in your life. No matter when you look at this uh, video podcast, podcast or when you hear it, um, I hope it blesses you. I want to go ahead and read some of the things I jot down that he gave me to share. I want to say that I actually read the scripture every night and I read the scripture every morning. I make it mandatory to do. Uh, I don't care how early in the morning and I don't care how late. But I try to do it when I first wake up and before I lay my head down to go to sleep. And I've been battling some things. It seemed like some personal things and nothing um, that is to be shared right now as a testimony. But I've been battling some personal things that I feel like I was really releasing. And I've been hearing and my daughters have been encouraging me and some of the things that they had to do when they was enduring some of these things that they were going through. And I just felt like I was really releasing it and I was really letting it go until I got, until I read a scripture this morning that I read over and over and over again that I read all the time. And it just really clicked for like the first time it clicked in my head like, you got it now. Now that you got it and you really have the clear understanding of it, this is what you need to do. And so one of the examples I'm going to use that, you know, sometimes when we hear, I'm be honest, sometimes we hear things and we hear it over and over and over. And it's like, there's always key points that are used when people preach or teach. And it's always something that, it's something that we do daily. Like you're gonna always hear about somebody health needing to be healed. You're gonna always hear about the job. You're going to always hear about money and finances. You're going to always hear that someone needs a house, not need, not even a need. You're going to always hear that someone wants a house, someone wants a car, someone want, 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 or desire for God to give them what they want and desire. But a lot of times we don't put ourselves in positions or in places to really obtain the things that we need. It's not that we need it or even want it. We just don't trust God to give us and do for us in the time frame that he want to do it. And 
when I say it doesn't matter, sometimes we have to let go of the things that we want and desire as goals so hard that we just begin to dismiss what God is trying to do in our lives. Sometimes it doesn't matter if you have to walk. And I can be an example of that because even when I had a car, I loaned it out for almost a whole entire year because I didn't have, I didn't want to drive the car. I didn't want to drive back and forth. I either walked or took the bus. The way I was traveling, you would even thought I didn't even have a car, but it's not that I, I needed it. For that moment, someone else needed it. So I continued doing what I was supposed to do until that person was blessed to get on their feet for what they need. This is not a boast. This is just a testimony of sometimes we ask for things and we don't really need it for ourselves. We just want it. Um, I don't think the ministry is supposed to ministry is supposed to set people up for success to be like because someone else has this. You can have it too because God promised that he's going to give you the world and he's going to give you kingdoms and, and all this stuff. Yes, he promised that, but that doesn't mean that that's what he wants you to have because a lot of us want what we don't really need. And when we get in the position of it doesn't matter, we will fight less for the things that we think we're fighting the devil against for the things that we say we want. Um, if you need a job, it's a difference in needing a job and wanting a job and desiring a job. And you can't have all those things if God wants you to have it. So I'm not saying to stop how you praying or what, the way you've been doing it is wrong. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying put things in perspective. You got to put things in order of what really matters and what doesn't. Okay, if you're in an apartment and you want a house, your full focus and goal and prayer shouldn't be to beg the Lord for a house because what you need is shelter and he's providing that for you and what you desire may be the house and he can give that to you but if you become so complacent or if you become so in, um, emotional over the fact that you just got to have a house it's a guarantee that if you really love God and you really follow his word and you really tell him, Lord, to protect me and cover me and do what's right for me, that the reason why you don't have it right now is because you don't need it. I think most of our frustration, most of our anxiety or anxiousness and disappointments come from some of the things that we say we want, but we don't need because it doesn't matter. It's not really for us to have. Another way of looking at it, it doesn't matter, is by not ignoring the feelings of that you don't care. It seems like to me, when someone say it doesn't matter, um, it doesn't matter, or I don't care, it seems to go hand in hand. Uh, and it does matter. A lot of things in life doesn't matter to you, and it should. There are some things that you should take into consideration for your life, and it should matter. But there's a lot of things that I feel like the household of faith or the Christians or believers, Bible believers, whether you want to call yourself Christian or religious or non-religious, you just follow Christ, whatever you call yourself, are putting things in place where the things that really should matter is in the it doesn't matter category. And the things that doesn't matter should be in the it should matter category. Now, when the Lord gave me this scripture I'm about to read, I personally, not ready to give my testimony yet, but I will one day, um, has been going through some things and I've been saying, you know what, Lord, I put my trust in you. It doesn't matter. 
whatever you do, that's fine. And I caught myself seeing him beginning to do a work, see something that I feel like, oh yeah, I can handle this, I got it, and I'm doing it. It's not for me to do if he's really handling it. Um, it's not uncommon for the church world to feel like that they have enemies, because we do. And when those enemies come, it's not necessarily just a person in the body that you're wrestling with, flesh and blood. Sometimes it's just the atmosphere. And I know a lot of people will say it's not even the atmosphere. It's just God testing you. Whatever it is, you're rebuking it and you're trying to get away from it. And there are certain situations that God will let you know. Like, even if it's not a test, he will let you know. He'll give you downloads to say, hey, this person is not right. This person is attacking me. And I've been under that. And I've been feeling the weight of it very, very heavy. And so when I read this scripture that I'm about to read now, that's what made me realize that how I've been fighting and how I've been battling on the behalf of Jesus, because I have the power and authority in the Holy Spirit, that I've been doing it all wrong. Regardless of how I do have the power, I do have the Holy Spirit, there's still instructions that God wants you to do His way. So when I woke up, it was like a light bulb went off. And it was like, all of a sudden, it was just clear exactly what this scripture was supposed to mean to me. Because I've been saying, you know what? You know, our Lord, I'm going to pray for my enemies. And what we call enemies all the time are not always enemies, but they're definitely distractions. And then you do have enemies. I mean, David had them. A lot of people do have real enemies and that they have to fight daily. But some of these enemies that we call enemies or uh, Satan attacks are distractions. And I'm going to just use that word for now. Um, but I've been saying, you know, Lord, I've been having a lot of distractions. People have been distracting me very, very hard lately. And I've been trying to find all kinds of ways to pray and to not react the way I normally react and try to subdue my feelings and then have my emotions and not have my emotions. And all these things are important. To the point where I was like, it doesn't matter. But if I heard something or someone said something or this name popped up or this song come up, all of a sudden I'm rehashing everything that I felt at that moment that made me mad, that made me anxious, that made me upset. And I began to realize, yeah, I'm saying it doesn't matter, but if I'm still caring, it, it matters. So now I'm trying to separate what I care about and what really doesn't matter to me. So I'm going to read this scripture and I'm going to be looking back and forth on my laptop. So just bear with me and I thank you for staying with me this long. And I pray the words that I continue to say will bless you. I don't anticipate making this a long video, but I do pray that you still stay with me till the end. So the scripture I read this moment this morning was Romans 12, 19 to 21. And it was the King James Version. And I'll read it. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, said the Lord. Therefore, if thy enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink. For in so doing, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. And the thing that stuck out the most to me was when he said, um, don't avenge yourselves. I knew that. But rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, vengeance, this right here, vengeance is mine, I will repay, say the Lord. 
And the thing about that is not that I never heard it before. It's not an uncommon uh, scripture, but it was like the reason why I can be kind to my distractions. I can be kind, feed and give a drink to my distractions. It's because I'm showing them that what you're doing to me can't bother me. And that I'm showing them that uh, it doesn't matter how you treat me. I have someone who is greater who's going to handle it. It's only when I become frustrated, anxious, hurt, and confused with the problems that some of us, we face day to day. And some of us, it's just every now and then we have to deal with certain things and people and situations. But when those things arise, it's only because we're not putting our trust in Christ. We're not letting him lead. Somewhere down the line, we see something that we know that we are familiar with. And we know the laws. We know the rules. We know the standards. We know the songs. We know how it should be. We know the order it's supposed to be in. We know how the church is supposed to be ran. We know how the outside church is supposed to be run with community issues. And we see something and then we become our own enemies. We become our own distractions because we're not letting God do it. So then we end up being hurt. Then we end up having anxiety of what we have to expect or what we have to deal with or who we have to deal with that we don't want to deal with. <laughs> we come, become confused in what God is telling us because we can say, yes, Lord, I can do this. And he's like, no, I don't need you to do that. Just, just sit down, please. <laughs> just have a seat. I got it. It's hard to let God do things. Even when we say, Lord, I trust you. You could do it all until it's not done the way that you feel it needs to be done. And then things changes. So I will use an example as a job. We'll use that as an example. It seemed like lately that's all I've been hearing is that the job is this, the job is that job. And I'm saying like on videos, conversations, it just seemed like it's just jobs. And I do recall one time there was a gentleman uh, who was preaching. I didn't know who he is. I don't know who he is. But he was like, we need our jobs because Satan messed with us on our jobs because um, he knows that's where our money comes from. And I want to say, as far as I was saying about needs and desires and things that you want, you know, we definitely feel we need a job. But we know that God can take care of us. Many of us know that God can take care of us even without a job. The only thing is, is that it may be unpleasant pleasant places, unpleasant situations. It may be situations where you're safe, you're in shelter, you got food to eat, you got clothes on your back, but it's not the lifestyle that you see everyone else have. So you feel like, oh, this is not, this is not God. This is demeaning. This is beneath. This is not above. This is below. But in everything that you go through, God is not just challenging you. He's teaching you. And everything doesn't always have to end with an end result of the test was accomplished. Some things are just like, okay, you grew from this. You can tell others how to grow from it. So come on, let's continue to grow together. So I'll use the job as an example. And I know I won't be before you long, but I will share that I heard this preacher did say that, you know, we needed it. We needed that. But if I was to tell you that the job doesn't matter, doesn't mean that I'm telling you to get up and quit your job. And the Lord is not saying me to tell you that. I'm not saying that at all. But when I say the job doesn't matter, it's almost like if you put it in a perspective where the job doesn't matter and eliminate caring so much about what it is that is going on on your job that is affecting you, hurting you, causing anxiety and anxiousness. If you don't consider it something that is an issue that is, should be your concern, then you will be able 
to move a little freely and your mind will be at rest and your heart will be at peace to what the Lord is doing for you. Whether it's something you have to do while you're there or if he's preparing you while you're there and then move you. Uh, I know everybody has scenarios of how God can move a person when it comes to their health. When it comes to the job, when it comes to the finances, those are like the top three tiers um, that is in the church, health, finances, and money. There are a lot of other things in the church that people go through that is never ever talked about because it doesn't matter to the other people. They're just trying to enter, I won't say entertain. I will say they was just, they just trying to help the masses. But when you start putting things aside on your job that is causing you to feel worried and cause you to feel stressed, and it doesn't even have to be the distractions or enemies of people around you. It's just, it could be meeting the deadlines. If you put your heart and soul into really saying that you trust God like you said you do, then the things that you are facing won't matter. It won't matter to the point it won't take your peace, it won't take your joy, it won't take you away from your family because you're working so hard. It just won't matter because God is in control. Now, we talked about the vengeful things. Now, let's talk about the things that we know that if you didn't have a job, what God can do for you. Philippians 4 and 19 says, But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So to say that you need a car, that you need a house, those things does not, they really does not matter. It doesn't matter if you have those things because we already know that if you don't have it, even if you desire it and you want it, God sees your need and he will supply that. And in reading the more of Romans, the 12th chapter in the 28th verse to the 32, it says that then God so clothed the grass, which is today in the field and tomorrow is cast into the oven. How much more will he clothe you? O ye a little faith, and seek not ye what ye what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, neither be ye of doubtful mind. For all these things do the nations of the world seek after, and your Father knoweth that you have need of these things. Some things we just wanting because that's what the world wants us to think we need. We need a house to live the American dream. We need a fancy car to be accepted by those we may work with to so they'll know that I'm just an equal peer as you are. I'm just equal to you. We're peers, but we're on the same level. Uh, I got a house because um, my neighbor just bought a house. Sometimes people still do that. So he's like, no, I know what you need. You don't have to look around you. The things that you see around you that you think is going to make you feel accomplished and make you a success, it just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that you don't have those things because he knows what you need. And when we start becoming satisfied with the need that he gives us, instead of letting our desires drive, drive us into the things that we think we want, that will eliminate some stress and frustration as well. It says, but rather seek ye the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. Fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Nothing that he give you is going to be anything less of the, what he thinks you need. And he's not going to give you anything that you don't supposed to have. And why would he give you less than what it is that you think you want? You know, he is always there to give and to provide for you. So I can't say for whatever reason, the devil is always busy on your job or why he's always messing with your health 
or why he's always messing with your finances. Again, that seemed to be the top tier three things that <clears throat> always is discussed amongst the saints. I can't say those things. I can't give the reasons for why those are happening. But I can tell you that if you start putting your trust in God and realize that he's the all and for all and is with you all, then those things just won't matter. Um, you won't have to stress yourself out. If you're feeling like someone is trying to come against you, let him do the job. And vengeance is mine, say the Lord, doesn't mean that, hey, I'm going to see someone get struck down by lightning and cursed at their feet, and then I'm going to be able to do a victory dance. No, it just means like, you be good and do your job and let me do mine. That's basically what it's all about. So I'm not saying, again, people don't walk away from your job. That was just an example. And then you have people who've been on the job for a long time. When I talk about, um, you know, I don't know what situation may cause you to feel that way because, you know, you have to think about it. When we say, oh, there's trouble on the job because Satan want to mess with your money, there's people who can go from one job to another and be perfectly fine and have to deal with their finances that way. And there's people who's been on the job since the day it started and graduated and completed their job and retired from their job. And they've been there 50, 60 years. Every situation is not the same. So you have to go to God for your whole life situation. Church hurt, um, molestation, people. Uh, I'm telling you, saints, the main thing isn't how you live and how you want to live. Those things doesn't matter. Some of the main things that the church need is healing. And those things do matter. And so those are some of the things also that we should be focusing on how to heal hearts so they can come to Christ and understand that the sometimes Christians, non-Christians look at Christians as wanting material things because that's all we talk about. We could talk about healing and deliverance and then send you home because we got so many other services we have to do that day and everything can be individualized and say, okay, you need healing, but it takes more than just Okay, y'all, we're going to pray. We're going to ask you to come to the altar, touch your head, and go home. Some people really need to be ministered to. If you're not a counselor, some people need counseling. Some people need extra help, and we have to be there for that extra help. If it doesn't fit the criteria of what you can offer, make sure there are things there that can be offered to them so they'll know, like, hey, we're your church. We're your ministry. We're your people. We got your back. But you won the car when you already got a car, that doesn't matter. You won a spouse or a husband because you don't have a husband or a wife right now, that doesn't matter. God knows the need and he will supply that need if you put your trust in him completely. Uh, one point I had to say when I said, Lord, it doesn't matter. Not that um, when you're on a job and you're battling racism and all that kind of stuff certain things that it's a level of respect does matter it's just how you handle it and it's not that you're dismissing it you're just putting it in a place where you are no longer losing it and losing your mind and your feelings because you've been saying all this time you're gonna let God handle it and he's trying to do it but you won't let him so I'm not saying that you shouldn't care I'm not saying that saying that it doesn't matter means that you don't care or that you should care. You have to put your feelings in the proper place, but you can't dwell on your feelings too long. You can't let it overtake you and override you. You can't let it be the main focus. You can have them, but you can't let it run you. 
only thing you need to focus on is the things that God wants you to do. And that's very, very important to let him do the things that he wants to do for your life. Thank you for listening to this video podcast today. It was very short. This month was very, very, very busy, but I thank God to, and I give him glory for the preacher time that I had Saturday, August the 27th. Every single preacher that was on um, submitted, that was given, that was handpicked, that the Lord told me to use, I listened to every single one before I uploaded to the Real Talk Ministry Radio. And um, they are, I'm still just being blessed by the words that were shared. I will continue to share it throughout the Real Talk Ministry Radio. Um, so you'll have the opportunity to hear it. And I also want to share this update too, that in the beginning, when I started my Real Talk Ministry Radio, uh, I just did like everybody else, you know, you try to make income to keep your radio going, um, to do things, to improve it and make it better. And one day the Lord just kept tugging at me and said, yeah, we, we put something together. You put something together, but uh, I want it to be free. I don't know how long that's going to be and I'm not questioning it or asking it. But if you want to go to Real Talk Ministry Radio Connections, you can see that I have now fixed it to where you can upload your um, preaching sermons or teachings that we can play on my radio station, um, just one, one a month for each person. You can upload every month if you want to, but it'll just be one play once a month. And um, the announcements, as many as you would like for me to make, I can do that for you. So that's something new also that I'm starting to do. So just go to Real Talk Ministry website. I want to thank everyone who listened and shared uh, about the Preachathon and who listens and shared the audio and video podcast. Uh, he had me do a mini sermon also. It was very mini, but um, he said it wasn't an audio podcast or video podcast. It was for Real Talk Ministry Preachathon. And so you'll hear that on the radio station as well. I just want to say that Things do happen in life that challenges us. And it's just how we put it in place and perspective to make our lives a little easier and to have the peace that we need and we want. And uh, in order to do that, some things you just can't let matter to you. You just can't take it to heart. You can't take it home with you. You can't let it travel around with you in your life and, your, and how you move. Some things you just have to say, Lord, I surrender all and give it to you for real. Not that I surrender, I'll give it to you, but I'm going to do things my way. And sometimes we do it unconsciously. It's not purposely. We're not trying to um, denounce God and what he's trying to tell us to do. And we're not trying to come at him. That's never our heart intentions when we're doing what we really feel we need to do for the Lord. But I do encourage you today, whatever it is that you're facing, whether it's you face it day to day, or if you only face it, if you, or if you only face it every now and then, let God do it. <clears throat> excuse me, let God do it, put your trust and faith in him and trust that the work that needs to be done for you will be done in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you for listening. It's always a pleasure for those who are listening or looking at this video to try to do the best I can to serve you as God has given you, me the words to share with you. Thank you again. God bless. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please feel free to share and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you can receive notifications when a new episode is posted. You can also stop by Miss Nisi's website, www.realtalkministry.com. 
There, you can purchase her books, leave a comment, and stay connected with this ministry. Until next time, God bless.